0: Welcome to The Business of Being a Woman, the podcast where we share the honest and sometimes messy truth of navigating life as a woman who wants more.
1: I'm Hannah, a naturopath and human design coach for women in business. And I'm Phoebe, a women's self love, mindset, and business coach. In a world of tired women settling for good enough, we're asking and answering the uncomfy questions that will help you raise the standard of how you experience yourself, your body, your relationships, your business, and your life. It's time to do what women do best.
0: Let's talk some shit. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. Today we are talking about unlocking our spiritual gifts. I'm so excited about this episode because Hannah and I have been on some wild experiences lately, Um, really starting to let this into our lives and acknowledge some skills we've had for a long time, but also learning some new skills and so fun. I certainly never just never thought of myself as any type of like psychic or really that spiritually connected. I've all, I've talked for a long time about like my downloads and my intuition, and I've definitely been leaning into that the last couple of years, but I just did not think that I had all of these other wacky and wonderful skills. And I don't know about you, Hannah, I feel like you've, you've had a bit more of an inkling that you've got some freaky deaky bits under there.
1: (laughs) I think yes, but I don't like if I think back to my childhood and whatnot, the more I've learned about mine's more like energy and being able to feel energy and manipulate mm. energy. Um, I feel like it was around in my childhood, but I did, wouldn't have words to describe it or know what that was or thought it, everyone had that or yes. maybe it's emotions or I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I wasn't aware of it. Whereas the more I learn about it and I'm, I would still say I'm very much in the beginning stage Of more – like, obviously, I have have human design and the energetics and that side of it, more of, like, the intellectual knowledge Mm. of it and how that affects human behaviour and stuff like that. But the real energetics, spiritual realm, I'm still learning.
0: Yeah. We're in beginner. We're in beginner beginner mode for sure. But it's happening at a rapid, Mm. (laughs) freaky rate. Um, But I feel like that is – like that is the message of anything in this in this podcast, the, the message that I feel like everyone says all the time, everyone's psychic and you're like, yeah, no, not me though. Or like, I don't know how to access it. Or like, you just think it's really off limits. But the more I understand about it, the more I'm like, oh, like everyone has this, but you, it's so ingrained in you in whatever format that like you are allowing in. Cause a lot of it's just that, like letting yourself explore it like everyone has it in some ways, but we just don't, it feels so normal to us that we don't think it's a thing. Mm. Like to me starting to understand that so much of the intuition I've been feeling, so many of the downloads I've been having, I was always like, that's how my brain works. That's how my body works. And now I'm like, uh, I don't think it's all me I don't think it's all me and my physical body and soul I think there's a little bit more going on yeah here. I
1: think we've got like an animated Hollywood version of what we think like <laughs> psychic or spiritual like it's like as if you can see all these ghosts and like yeah. they, they look like they're real and they speak to you like you're having a proper conversation backwards, backwards and forwards like as if it's you're right there yeah. and I'm right and here that's and it and, and that's <laughs> that's yeah which I know some people access stuff yeah. like that but majority of it does not come through that way
0: yeah I was really thinking it's like we we only believe something psychic if someone really sees things like that and knows the future but at the same time that's the one we're least like we're so unsure about and we just think someone's lying like that's the only part that we believe but there's so much more to it that I've found so interesting so I'm in this big nine month spiritual training container, but I've also obviously been doing lots of study and like taking everything on. And I found one of the things that I found so helpful to really make it click for me and made so many of my normal things, I realized that they were much more gifts than I was really giving them credit, was going through like all of the different types of clairvoyance kind of. So like clairvoyance is the one that we all know and think of, which is where you can see Um, you know, other spirits or other things or visions or whatever it is. And that's like the very visual one. But there's all these other ones that are so different. And yeah, maybe they'll connect with you if you're listening. If you're like, no, I don't have anything like that, maybe you will. So I'm just going to go through them all so we can talk about and see like which ones land for you as well. Um, so there's cognizance, which I think definitely Hannah and I both have, which is really like a knowing, like you just know stuff. You just you know, don't know how you know it. You don't know how you know it. It just feels so sure in your body or your mind or wherever you're knowing it from. Um, and there's, yeah, there's no way that you could have known it or like, and that can be, yeah, like a sense about someone or a sense about a thing or a sense about what you're meant to do or whatever it is like that, which I think makes a lot of sense as generators as well. And with that yes and no, I think some of that is like, I feel like that that's the well. I've always put it well. down to, I
1: mean, you have a lot of um, the circuitry in human design, which is individual knowing yeah. circuitry, which yeah. they say is connected to source.
0: Mm, love that. And then we've got Claire audience, which I definitely have some of, like, again, if I was to, like simplify it. I think I always said they were all just knowings, but I definitely get Claire Audience is like almost like a voice. Like, like someone. When,
1: like did when you heard sell the gym?
0: Yeah. That that felt like when I think about it, I'm like that wasn't really in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's my a brain. Like my brain told that to my body or like my brain told that to me. But it's like I don't think it was actually my brain. It's like from outside of me. So Claire Audience is really like you hear sounds or Words, or I get a lot of just like one liners from spirit. I realize is what I get, and um, it's funny as well because they really say once you get into it and you understand more of your psychic gifts and you understand spirit, that spirit and your spirit guides and angels and whoever else that you're connecting with they speak to you in your language and in your way of talking so that's why it's so easy to think it's just me when you were telling me about your spirit team I'm like of course (laughs) they're all just like badasses (laughs) they all talk with such sass and like make fun of me (laughs) like all sorts of stuff like that so it's so like as you start to understand these you're like oh like Maybe it is that because it feels so normal to you. It's you spe- it's speaking in your own voice. It's speaking the way you would say it. It feels like it's coming out of your brain, but it's actually like, could, maybe it is, maybe it's not for you, but like it could be from outside of you. It's and I'm Morgan starting Fra- to recognize
1: not Morgan that. Morgan Freeman's voice. Yeah,
0: it's, it's probably going to sound like you because that's what's familiar to you. Um, and then finally, there's Claire Sentience as well, which is where you feel yeah. energy or, experiences or pain one. or anything I'm getting that one big one big time all of a sudden it's freaking me out because I've definitely never had that one so I like never recognized that one allowed that one in before and now that I'm starting to play in this realm and like you know I feel like I've just come straight to terms really quickly and easily with like oh the knowing's a thing the Claire audience like I don't get them all the time but when I hear them I'm like who the fuck are you like when I got the gym one like sell the gym that was the words that came into my head sell the gym and it was like I was talking back to someone I was like excuse me what (laughs) like tell me more um so yeah it just it's been so interesting to understand those and then be like oh I thought they were all just me or I thought they were my really normal experiences and obviously I'm in this container I've just been to Costa Rica with all the girlies and we were all like that having these conversations of like oh yeah like sometimes I do this thing and everyone else is like, dude, that's, that's not normal. Like, not it's not normal and it's bad, but like, that's a gift. Like, that's the thing that's spirit connecting with you. And we were all like, oh, I just thought that was so normal. Like I thought everyone was having that experience. And definitely for me, it's been like, I realized how much of my coaching is channeling. Like I'll enter a coaching session being like, I literally have no idea what's going on today. I've got no idea what's happening with this person. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know where we're going. And it's like, they start telling me a little bit and then it's like, whew, like we're just in this place. We know exactly what to say, exactly what to share. Particularly for me, I reckon the big one is like knowing people's purpose. Like I can sit with someone for five minutes and be like, I just know exactly who you are. I know how you'd respond to like this exact situation. I know what your classic energy is. I know what your classic response is. I know what you what you've been hiding about yourself. All those things just feel so obvious to me. And same, I'd be like, yeah, it's like my brainy gift that I've learned after all this time. And I'm like, where'd you learn it? Where? What school did you go to for your yep. work, Phoebe? <laughs> oh, so it's just been so, so fun, so interesting. Hannah, do you want to start? Like, yeah, I feel like we're just going to unload some of these crazy experiences that we've been having, like really cool specific scenarios that we've been in and experiences we've had to really yeah feel out what it's been like and just to show I think when you do open yourself up to like oh okay maybe I do have that so let me give these things a real crack how quickly like you can see so much more and experience so much more
1: Mm. I've got a few examples of um clairsentience yeah please which I was leaning into that more from a human design perspective because I have a open spleen which spleen is like where if it's open you are tuning into like the other person's body Mm. and you're picking up their intuition for their body and what keeps them safe and what's not good for them and where their physical pain and ailments are and their health and stuff like that so they say open spleen people are usually quite good healers because you can really tune into someone else's health and um for me i've was playing around with that a fair bit and around people that I feel safe with I can physically feel what's happening in their body and I never would have like a year ago I would never have said this out loud okay? Like <laughs> never would have admitted this um, I use it a lot like when I was working clinically and I just I'd be able to pick up like I'd feel my thyroid mm. or my throat area if I felt like someone needed to go get their thyroid fully tested or I'd feel like my gut if i'm like yeah if there was a part of the body that i'm like i think your issue because with with naturopathy it's not the issue they come for is usually not the issue that you need to treat like when you're doing root cause stuff um so yeah i can pick up that sensation in the body but i've had a few like times where when Mum came to visit last time we were at the gym and we were doing like overhead presses and my right shoulder started like locking in i couldn't like fully go overhead and I was like, do you have a sore right shoulder? And she's like, yeah, I haven't been able to like fully lock out overhead for like the last couple of months. And I'm like, yeah, I can bloody feel it. Can you piss <laughs> that off? Because I couldn't do it all of a sudden. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, st- I'm still learning about being able to tune in what's mine and what someone else's. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden I had like this shoulder injury. And I was like, this isn't mine. Like my shoulder's been fine. Why can't I lock out? Yeah. Um, and we, yeah, mum's like, yeah, I can't do that full range of motion. Um, and then last I think it was last time I was back home I went to have coffee with um yeah my family and I started getting like this throbbing sharp kind of like pain in my right knee like underneath like you know what it feels like it's like underneath the kneecap yeah and then I knew mum had a bad knee so I just was like oh I think it must just be her but I'm pretty sure it was her other knee but anyway I was like who has a sore right knee here and my sister was like standing just, yeah, beside me. And she's like, yeah, I do. I tried going for a run this morning and, like, it. I couldn't run. Like, it was like – and she explained the pain and I was like, yeah, I can feel that. <laughs> Again, can you, can you fix that shit? <laughs> like, I don't want to feel this. My knee's locking up and I can't stand up. Um, so, yeah, little things like that um, I'm slowly leaning into to allow it in. Yeah, And then so cool. To be able to release it at the same time because I'm finding – like when I felt that pain, like from my sister, the moment I acknowledged it was hers uh, and then I kind of just shook it out, my knee was mm, fine again Yeah, and it didn't hurt at
0: all. One of the coolest like just tiny tools that I've learned in my spiritual training course, so if anyone needs this, um, it's like it's just this one line that we say all the time at the end of a reading or at the end of anything, like if we're picking up something like that, I'm myself, myself and no one but myself and it just brings us back to like that's your shit releasing. that's not mine um but also yeah we've been doing heaps of um kind of yeah setting the scene to let things in and then closing it to be like okay i'm done now please don't visit me in my downtime <laughs> yeah creating like me that safe that. container and the yeah. boundaries around it yeah that's been really cool but yeah i've i've definitely in my life never noticed any clairsentient stuff and so much has been coming up for me suddenly so we've been doing a lot of practice around tarot readings and stuff. And I'm really getting huge, very intense energy hits that I have not learned how to control yet because I've been pretty uncomfy. So like someone asked me the other day in there for the clarity that they wanted in their reading, they were talking about like, yeah, some stuff around boundaries. And as I was doing it, my jaw was like locked, like so intense and sore. I had another one where I went on back to back calls. We had like the training call, um, for the spiritual group. So I did a tarot reading for this girl who had a, um, she was really, she was quite sick. She had like a lot of sinusy stuff and I was reading for her and my sinuses were like so intense. I went into the next call, which was just with some friends and they were like, dude, your cheeks are so red. Like, are you okay? I was like, it's not mine. It's like, it's my friends that I've just been doing this reading for. And I had one where I did, um, We've got a task at the moment to do a collective tarot reading every morning. And so this collective message I got, I think it was it was one of the really early ones that I did where I still was like, you know, we're meant to practice channeling a message and then we do the cards to clarify. So we're actually trying to channel the message without any triggers or guidance or anything. So I was kind of in that place where I was like, I don't know if I'm making this shit up,
1: if this is real if whatever.
0: So like I channeled this message that was very like slow down, like um, you're trying to like this was a collective message. So like for everyone um, that we need to slow down That as women, we're even trying to like control our creativity, putting our creativity into like routines and structures and like this time of the day and stuff like that. And it's like, that's not creativity. We're like stunting ourselves and stuff like that. And so it was like this beautiful message, but I was really giving it that energy of like obvious, beautiful message, like whatever, I don't know if this is just like an obvious thing to say to everyone. And then I got this, literally I had to stand up and move because I thought I was going to throw up. It was so intense, the sickness in my throat and I was like gagging and it was like, spirit was like, this isn't a fucking joke. And then I'm getting these more channeled messages of like, Phoebe, this is serious. This is literally making women sick. Women are burnt out. Like women are not living their best lives because like we're stunting ourselves in all these ways. So it was like, the message was bigger than the energy I was giving it but it was also this message for me of like stop playing like it's not a cute message you're channeling for the group like this is actually a really big deal and I was like oh my god I get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was like it wasn't like punishment it was like pay attention but I was like oh my god like the sickness that was the that was the very first one I felt so I was like whoa like I do not normally have this I was and I'm asking I'm like asking for it like is this mine is this for me is like what is this tell me more I'm freaking out (laughs) Um, so that was really intense and then I also had someone in our group asked a question she said I'm going for she was like this is a really cool opportunity for you guys to test because we're actually going to get an answer from doctors and stuff she was like I'm going for a scan to see if I have scoliosis so I want you guys to tell me if you tune in to me um, we're doing like muscle testing and like yes no answers with pendulums and stuff like that um, are you getting yes or no that I have scoliosis? And my immediate knowing, right, was oh, was like, yeah, it's obvious. She has scoliosis. You can tell from her body. And I was like, you've never seen her in real life. And really the, the confusing part of this for me was the message was I can tell from her body. I can see in her body. I look at her, I look at her body and I know. Not I look at her back or anything. I just – it's like I – I look at someone's personality and I know what's wrong with their body. And it's this really strange thing that like, I just never unpacked it before that felt like such an obvious knowing to me and such an obvious, I felt like, why is she asking? Everyone knows you just look at her, you know? And I was like, okay, slow down. Not everyone knows you've never seen her body. Why are you having this thought of like, I've seen her body. I've seen her personality and I know she's got scoliosis. Like just, yeah. Yeah. None of it adds up and that was the acceptance I needed to come to. But I knew that. But then I was like, had this just mind-blowing realisation where I was like, fuck, dude, I've been doing this in the gym for the past 13 years because obviously I've owned the gym for seven years. I've been PTing before that. One of my craziest skills in the gym has always been I feel like I will look at a human being's face Meet them for the first time, and it's like I know how their body works. I know where their back's gonna do funky stuff. I know what's safe for them. I know where we need to scale things. I know where we need to adjust stuff. And it's actually not from like in my feeling. I'm feeling. I look at them and their body, and I know how it's gonna move and what the challenges are gonna be. But I'm actually just looking at their face. I'm looking at their personality. I'm looking at the way they're talking about things, and. I don't want to, you know, give me all the love and forgiveness because that's where I'm coming from. I might say this in the wrong way, but I've had so many situations in my life when I was younger where I remember there was someone in my class and I was like, oh, yeah, she's like got twins or triplets or something. I can tell from her face. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, people who are like twins and triplets, they look a certain way. And now I'm like, am like, I, I said that to my teachers or something and they were like, well, that's a weird thing to say, like whatever. And I've had situations where it's like I meet someone and I'm like, oh yeah, like they've got autism or ADHD or those sorts of things. I can see it in their face, in their personal, like I know. And I just, I'm like, but you don't even know them yet. You haven't even had a conversation. They haven't said anything. Same in the gym. It's like, a, it's like I've watched them train for two years, the things that I know, but I just met them today and I just had never added it up. I just thought I was really good at my job. And when that knowing came to me that day of, about the scoliosis of like, yeah, you can, from a body, everyone can see that we know. And I was like, what is that? And that was like really major for me to be like, fuck. That one I think is a knowing, but it also is something in the body that I'm Mm -hmm. like, I really am picking up, yeah. I still can't quite get my head around that one. But I was like, whoa, I've been doing that for so long.
1: It's wild, hey.
0: It's so wild.
1: It, yeah, I, I feel like that's that knowing. Because it's like you don't know how you know. Mm.
0: But it's almost because it, it feels you know it so much, you know it, you don't even second guess it or think, isn't that a weird thing to know? You're just like, yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> it's normal. Mm. Oh, so wild. But yeah, I definitely want to get a handle on like the feelings one because that's been quite intense and I haven't been super good at clearing it yet. Sometimes I'm stuck with it a little bit being like, are we done with the messages? Am I not finished receiving it? Like how do I make this go away now? Um, But it does go away. I haven't been stuck with anything, but. It's really funny because I used
1: to have a really poor immune system and I put it down to like my history of when I was really sick as a kid. And because like if anything was going around, I'd catch it. Like I was Mm. sick like 75% of the year. And with my chronic fatigue, I always, yeah, still had a poor, weaker immune system. But since I've understood, yeah, the open spleen and that I pick things up from people's bodies, every time I start to feel a niggle or something, I'm like, oh, have I th- not mine. Mm. And then I, I don't get sick. Like I literally never get sick anymore.
0: Love that. Not mine.
1: I get sick maybe once or twice a year as, yeah. just, as a healthy immune system should. Probably yours. Yeah. yeah. Mine. <laughs> that one's mine. But 90% of the time I start to feel
0: sick. I'm like, not mine. Mm. And it just goes away. So cool. Oh, so interesting. I Feel like we go all day on this. Um, I feel like you have some massive clairvoyance. Like I feel like you're saying your main one is the knowing, but you've been seeing some shit. I feel feeling some shit. Yeah, I. I, I don't, don't know if you see it or you feel it. It's no, hard. I.
1: The only thing. The only visuals I get are when, kind of like you, when I are talking about people's purpose and potential. Like say when I was doing the energetic biz audits and I'm seeing someone's human design and the person's in front of me and I'm like auditing how they're like showing up on social media or how they're currently talking. That's when I can see, I can see like what they would actually look like and like I can have the shyest person in front of me, but I can see them being really confident speaking and how they'd be expressing if that that makes sense. Like that's probably the only time I've noticed like a visual where I'm getting a clear visual of how mm. something looks, cool. and is
0: it like a picture, or is it a knowing of the picture?
1: No, it's like it's a picture. It's That's not. Similar. It's not super clear. Like it's right in front of me. It's like in, in your third, Bits. in your third eye, and on that little reflection mirror. Yeah. Like in front of, like, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Like In yeah. front of you, it's in like that, like where you have a memory. Yeah. Like that same, where your eyes are
0: open, but like
1: That's it's like really almost cool. like on a projector screen. Yeah. Just above my forehead
0: lucky. I've been having a freaky experience where my third eye like hella blinks. Like it's like this massive fucking blinking like eyeball at me lately. And it's just, yeah, I've been like, okay, I get it's a whole last eye. Like, <laughs> I get the message. So interesting. But so you've been have you've had a couple of situations where you've said like Archangel Michael has come to you. So like, what is that experience? And t- tell us those stories so I can understand mm, what that. that so- is. A couple
1: of years ago, I was asleep and I I was home alone while he wasn't there. I was just yeah in bed by myself, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and this golden like this like beam of light like went whoosh, and like just came in. Like I opened my eyes, this like golden beam of light went whoosh, with this like that that noise, and then I saw this vision of a um, it was a man, but it was like a cartoon. And it was like, like you'd see an angel on a tarot card kind of thing, like drawing of him, but he was like kind of moving and he said something and I was in a state of absolute shock. And so I still, to this day, can't remember what he said because I was freaking, I was freaking out. I was like, is this a dream? And I was like, this is no, this is not a dream. This is something completely different. And then the next day I was like, what was that? And I was like, it looked like it was something from a tarot card. And I just did like a Google of like angels tarot card. And there was one that popped up in Google and I was like, that's, that's it. That's him. That is exactly who I saw. And it was Archangel Michael. It was like this picture of him on a card on Google. And I was like, that is literally who came to me last night. But I had no context. And I just like freaked out and like never thought about it again. Cause I'm like, I can't tell anyone this. Like they're going to think I'm like crazy. And then I was doing more of a psychic activation um recently and felt yeah for me it's like more i feel energy Mm. really really strongly um and in that activation when i had that same feeling and i asked who who was there and it was archangel michael um but yeah should i share how i feel energy yeah please like yeah yeah Yeah. oh my gosh this is the coolest yeah Yeah, so um i've always felt And like energy in this way where like you know when you go into meditation or you do a visualization and you bring upon like an emotion Mm. like how um like feel grateful bring like love into your heart or like those sorts of things i can just activate like this feeling of energy and it's always in my legs and it's always felt like electricity and like i'm i have a lot of earth a lot of water in my chart like in my astrology chart, like I'm just very grounded. Like if you look at me, I've got big trunky legs, like there's a <laughs> lot of energy in my legs and they're very. I'm very strong in my lower body just naturally like can go up and squat 90 kilos after not being in a gym for six months, mm. um, which is a fair bit for a female. Yeah. Um, and, okay, bro. <laughs> and yeah, whenever I do this meditation had like, um, it was like, yeah, one of the psychic activations, it was connecting your roots like down, into yeah. Mother Earth and Mother Gaia. And I know I've had, um, a this, again, a DNA activation that like basically someone goes out into the astral 5D realm and activates your new DNA to bring into this lifetime. And she said in that, like I've always had people say, you're very connected to Mother Gaia, like you're very connected to earth and healing, like in that type of medicine. Um, and anyway, I was doing this meditation, I was activating my roots down into mother earth and i had the most intense surge of this energy flow up through my legs and it felt like i was being like electrocuted but not in a bad way like it wasn't scary it wasn't painful it was just like there is so much energy in my legs if i was to put my hands up right now i feel like electricity electricity would come out or like lightning would come out and i could shock someone like that's, and it sounds so fucking weird. And I recently read of like one of these fantasy books where like that's her superpowers, like she can wield lightning. And I'm like, am I making this shit up? <laughs> like just because of this fantasy book and I wish it was me. And I was like, no, like this is genuinely how I feel it. And then a couple of weeks later, which was just last week, um, and marks the move, I got my first um Reiki training done and my like attunements. And I yeah, did it with Erin and Erin was saying, oh, like everyone's got a different f- uh, like flair to how they experience like Reiki energy. And she's like, and you can feel it like when people give you Reiki sessions, like some people, it's like this warmth feeling other people, it's like a water, other people, it's like an airy, like, f- like there's like mm. a, f- a flow going over you. Like everyone's feels a little bit different to receive and everyone's feels different in their bodies. Um, and she was like, when she was doing my achievement, she came out and she was like, again, when she was doing the achievement, I just felt electricity in my legs. And, um, she said that doesn't like you don't normally have such big visceral feelings in your first session. And, but she was like, how yours felt, it felt like electricity. And I was like, it does, doesn't it? And it was just so validating validating to have someone else go, yeah, I felt that that's like electricity going through your body. And then, um we did a couple of like, yeah, these like little practices to bring more of that. And I was just getting surge after surge after surge. And I was like, I am going to combust. And then we like, yeah, sort of cleared, finished the session, the training. And like, I got up and I was like walking and I was like, my legs were like jelly. Like I couldn't feel like they were, like they weren't there anymore. It was the weirdest feeling. And they felt definitely felt really tired and fatigued for like two days. Because I just had so much energy going through them, it was yeah, it was wild. Um But yeah, that was that was a very validating experience. Yeah, that's so. That it wasn't cool. just because I was a fan of a lightning
0: chick in a, in a fantasy book. I find it so cool and interesting though. Like this is to me, this is such proof that like we always the things that feel normal to us we're expressing all the time, and then when you find out that you're it's actually like your psychic gifts and stuff, you're like oh like lightning fully charged like this has been in your branding branding and bolt. your personal brand like this whole time and that's so fucking cool That that's how yeah that's part of your your gifts and the way that you're experiencing things but also like even what you said about you know both of us I think we both told stories there where we're like are we making this up are we relating it to something else um yeah that that's so common that that's the way spirit comes to us that You know, it speaks our language, it speaks the way we speak or it connects with us in ways that we can consciously try to add things up and make them make sense. Like, you know, maybe that energy of that story sort of coming to you in the way that you've read in a book to make it make sense to you because otherwise you'd be like it's too fucking much and I don't know how to like – digest it kind of thing so
1: yeah it gave me an anchor to a mat, almost anchor into her personality to like Mm. hold it because I felt it felt like wild how much energy was coming through my body and it's interesting too because like that was the first fantasy book I ever read and it was only this year that I read it and I've never been a fantasy reader like couldn't think of anything worse up until this year and now it's like got me on the fantasy chain um so I'm enjoying them now but that was the first like it's just weird that I even was open to that book. It was so outside my comfort zone. Mm. And I bought it, it and I was like, oh, I don't know. I is don't
0: that the know. Connection and then you to make I, like, I, didn't,
1: yeah, I didn't bloody sleep for like two days <laughs> cause I was reading this book. Um, so it was very, yeah. And then when we were calling in my spirit team and spirit guides, there was very much a, um, like a connection, like I saw Zeus come in. Yeah, that's
0: what I was gonna And Yeah, I don't fully understand that yet.
1: And if that's just a, a way, again, for me to understand it or if, like, you, uh, that is a god that I'm connected to in some way. I don't have any Greek heritage in this lifetime that I know of, but maybe in previous lifetimes. Um, but, like, I yeah, I s- just saw this, like, ancient Greek god with, like, the beard holding, like, a like electricity in his hand.
0: Yeah. So mm. cool. And, it, and
1: I know, like, I've got quite a masculine lower body. Like, I've got... Big calves, big, like strong Straight. muscle. Yeah, there's a lot of muscle. And um, even, yeah, energy readers and Erin said the same thing. Like there's so much masculine energy in my lower half and that's where I feel the electricity. And then in the top half, it's really like gentle and flowy and it's a really different energy. And I don't feel electricity up here. Like mm. I feel it in my lower half. Um, and just to have that, I feel like, yeah, I get that from potentially Zeus, which is um, that real strong masculine figure. That's where I draw upon, like, my strength and my masculinity in me. And then, yeah, there's there's this other side to me that's, like, really soft and, like, really emotional and that's, like, really, like, yeah, has a really big open heart and things like that. So, yeah, it's been interesting
0: exploring energy in that way. so interesting. I freaking love that. And I just love, like, yeah, all the coincidences that are never coincidences, that Mm. things just add up and make sense. If you let them make sense, you're like – it actually, it actually does make sense. <laughs> and, and at the end of I'm like, believing in it.
1: And I, I enjoy the experience of it. It's yeah. fun. It's like,
0: and it's kind of the way we live all of our lives. If something feels good to us, we do that thing. We, we lean into that thing. So it's like something like this, there's what's the downside. Like, it's always the question I ask people and they're like, you know, how do you believe that or whatever? It's like, if it makes you feel good and it makes things make sense to you and click for you and all that sort of stuff, it's like, what, why, why not give it a crack? And if, if it's feeling really good in your soul, like surely there's something to that. It's never gone wrong for me for something to feel good. And then, yeah. But so interesting. So cool. Um, yeah. (laughs) Any other stories? Do we want to talk about my, actually, before we move on to that on the, um, clairvoyance. So I, I, I think seeing things is the one that's probably like the furthest and hardest for me, but in breath work, I have had quite a few visual experiences and I've started inviting them more. And when I was in Costa Rica, we did a live breath work and I, my intention for that was, I said, like, I'm open to experiencing more of my gifts. And I did see in that, in that breath work, I saw a spirit baby, which I've never seen um, so it was just like the blue like energy and it was just the knowing that that was a spirit baby. Um, and I saw kind of like, yeah, I w- just seeing this vision of like this woman in like kind of old Africa There was like animals and she was just walking back to like the community and stuff. And I didn't totally understand like what the experience was, but I just had the energy of like, this is a past life experience and i was like i've oh. yeah i've seen
1: visuals with past life regression yeah That's, sorry that is one other time i've had a visual it's very it's like it's the brightness is right down and i can just see it like it's not super bright and clear but i can definitely see past lives yeah
0: so cool do you like has any of them like made any sense to you or you so, bit, you can yeah. tell the story like, yeah i've only
1: done um one session of it and i think there were three that came up um and Two of them, I was – yeah, in ancient times there was one that was a um, like a Viking warrior and he was starting a revolution and standing up for something that, yeah, he believed in. I didn't have all the details. And so he got all of his like family and friends and like rallied and then he was on the battlefield and I just had this moment where I was looking around like as him and everyone I loved had, had died in this battle and then the, just this insane guilt of – and I think I had gone into that, like, with what was holding me back. Um, and it was this, yeah, this big fear of, like, stepping into leadership and it taking people down a path of something different and then them suffering because of it. Mm. And then I had this other one where it was um, a witches' era. And I had gotten a bunch of, like, medicine women and witches to, like, flee. And so we had gone on a boat, and we'd fled, and we came to this land, and we got captured immediately upon there, and they were gonna kill us all. And I said, "It's me, like I'm the witch, like I've taken them, like blah blah." blah. And I just took full ownership, and um, bled my wrists, and then got stoned. Wow. Yeah, and so I just had these like two really cool, yeah, these two really cool things of like where I've tried to save people and lead people and felt like an absolute failure and caused nothing but pain.
0: Yeah, And so that
1: was something I had to really overcome and grieve and realize that that doesn't have to be this lo- lifetime. And that's where I've been able to, that's when I first started speaking about, I don't believe in the traditional model. I believe there's a better way. I want to do things differently. That was a big part of that and accepting mm. and healing and being like, I'm not going to
0: add to the suffering by speaking my truth and by leading people to a better place. So that's so interesting, mm. like to see your purpose play out over multiple lifetimes. And also like almost that shows so much of this journey of like why, you know, if you get into all of that, like why we keep coming back to earth. And it's like almost, you know, you, you've always had this mission of like freeing people from these situations and you take the leap and you take the risk. And obviously in some of these lifetimes, it's not quite worked out the way that you want to. But yeah, oh it's so interesting. I've been purposely avoiding going down the path of past lives because i feel like there's just so much there and i don't know yeah i just haven't it, felt you, ready to deal with it it's but it's like been, anything you've got to wait for the calling yeah because
1: i went into that very light-hearted yeah and i was it didn't that's freak me out i didn't it yeah. wasn't super emotional it wasn't traumatic and that's how i experience past life stuff mm, i'm just like yeah. oh interesting that's interesting yeah. to know about myself it doesn't feel charged in this lifetime
0: yeah i love that And and I don't think it would like, I think we've got the capacity to handle that, but it was like the
1: lesson I could feel though, that fear I could feel. And I was like, I, that feels real right now. Yeah. And and the same fear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. But yeah, I've been pulling a bunch of cards lately that have been like, it's time to like release these old like stories, like from past lives. And I've been like, Oh, maybe it's my turn.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you're feeling cold, it's so fun.
0: Yes. The third
1: one was my twin flame which oh, yeah, I've yeah. had a relationship with my twin flame in this lifetime. Well, I believe so. Yeah, and so you I've had you a past life where he was there. Yeah. And I was in a, like a – I don't know what they're actually called, but one of those dancers in New York, kind mm. of like the Rockefeller. Is it the Rockefeller? Or, like you a, know, a flapper. A flapper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was in those, those sorts of like the Great Gatsby kind yep. of era. And I was a dancer in New York and um, – my this yeah the twin flame at the time got sent away for war and I felt really abandoned by him and like I was left by myself and I ended up I was on stage one night and then I'd been taken away and I'd been raped and got impregnated through rape and then he came back and I'm like fully pregnant and I just blamed everything on him and felt yeah it was like a lot of trauma wow. in that that yeah. whole. Um, relationship in that time, so that was kind of that was quite interesting. and it was weird because I just knew it was him. Mm. And I've had um I've had Reiki sessions done in the past where they've picked up they're like you've had a twin flame and you're still holding on to stuff and they try and
0: clear it. That's so interesting mm. and interesting because I love your story about twin flame because I feel like twin flame is so often misconstrued as like the the end game, like your soulmate. Yeah, and sometimes it's not.
1: No, I. My personal view of it, and I haven't done a lot of like learning about twin flames. It's more just like a knowing mm. that that was my twin flame and having energy healers. And oh, like I was in the middle of Central America in around a lake, going to get a massage. And then she did Reiki and like <laughs> told me all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's well, what I'm currently trying to freaking heal from still yeah. um, was this relationship. But I think they're the ones that you have a soul contract with. Mm. In to learn from i think it's and like i learned the most about myself in that relationship Mm. and i still think about that relationship yeah and like there's like a deep love and respect for that person but it's not i'm not in love yeah but i can't imagine a day where i wouldn't love him
0: Mm. but like i don't want to be with him yeah but he's soul family yeah whereas i've had like i've
1: had plenty of exes and that that feeling isn't there
0: yeah Mm-hmm. So interesting. Um, should we talk about my spirit guide? Yeah. <laughs> my, my wacky spirit guide family. Oh my God. It just makes so much sense. It does. And I'm still in that place where that's the first time I feel like I've seen what I believe to be all of them. Um, and I'm. Yeah. So I'm still in that phase of like, am I making these guys up? Like, what the hell? But it's so funny. And yeah, they make so much sense in the same way that they make no sense at all. Um, So yeah, I was having like, I've been waking up really early. And I think like in that early phase, in that dreamy kind of state, like it's a really good time to connect. And so I was a bit like, okay, let me see if like I can let my spirit guides in today and invite them in to talk to me and just the wackiest bunch of beings that (laughs) to ever be a little gang um so let me try and remember them all there's my great grandma Queenie um love her she was kind of like in in her bodily state like the same as what I remember her very old lady um but the way she spoke to me was really like me that was so like just this young fun, cheeky energy, like a little bad bitch grandma that I have. Um, and she, I knew, was there. I've, I've had her feeling quite a lot of times. Um, and then I had this male energy that I have felt his energy lots of times. But I, I think actually before, I remember the first time I felt it, I was like, I don't think there's a man there. Like that felt uncomfy to me that there would be a masculine energy. But he like really presented himself this time. And he was like just i think how i explained it to you he was like a fuck boy gone right like he was like just really hot and charming and um but really grounded now almost like if uh, said fuck boy got like really married and happy and cozy and but just like this really strong like yeah beautiful masculine energy of like yummy and safe um but still funny and cheeky and charming and all that sort of stuff. And I asked him, I was trying to feel his name and I was getting Z, 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 And I'm like looking like Zeus, Xavier, like all these things like, and I just wasn't getting it. And so we've landed on Z, that's his name as far as we know. But I also had like Archangel Michael kind of energy and I asked him if he was Archangel Michael, cause he's definitely an angel. So he's definitely an angel. I see his wings. So, um, I asked him if he was Archangel Michael and he just kind of laughed at me and it felt like, I think, I, don't, I can't tell if he was saying to me like Archangel Michael's, it's almost like he was saying like he's not one person or he's everywhere or like everyone's got one. I don't know what the, what the laugh was, but it was kind of, he was laughing at me like it was a silly question, like it was obvious or something like that. I don't know what it is, but so he's got something to do with Archangel Michael energy. Um, and then I had a a fox, which I'm not an animals person. So I really could never, like when I was trying to connect with an animal, I just like never could, but I had a fox and for whatever reason, this part I'm not hundred percent sure on, but I think its name is Pippin. And I laughed so much because I was telling you like when I was younger and I would watch, um, Lord of the Rings, I just got so attached to Pippin in, lord of the rings and then i would like wander around all the time and me and pippin would go for walks and like
1: is pippin a fox in lord of the rings
0: no he's one of the like cheeky twin brothers i don't know if like he's watching. not a main character he's he's in there but he's not like a main character he's a random he's an unusual person to get really attached to in there um and i think it was kind of like I had a little crush on him and he yeah me and pippin this energy of Pippin would hang out all the time around like back when I lived with my parents on like their farming area so we would like run around and like yeah so it was really like adventure fun energy but yeah it was always Pippin and it just was really interesting that that came to me in that time so that was funny and then the last one is my mum and this one really like freaked me out a little bit because my mom's not dead. My mom's alive. And in that moment, me and my mum don't communicate a lot and she's not doing great. So I was a little bit like, is my mom dead, guys? Like, is this how I'm finding out? Um, but no, she's not dead. But my mum is not very well and she's had a very hard life. Um, and she's still, yeah, just having a very hard life and kind of just like, just holding on. Um, so I asked them and this was both really sad and really beautiful. They said to me that there's not much left of my mom's human experience left to have and that her soul is spending quite a bit of time elsewhere these days. And I found that both like kind of like, like my cognitive brain is kind of like deeply horrified by that, but also my soul is like really kind of comforted by that. And my mum in this situation was like my young mum, like when I was quite young. And like I have a f- I have only a few really yummy memories of my mum where we were just like playing and dancing together and stuff like that. And she was that age and she was that mum that she's still a little bit, she's still herself, <laughs> but she's really like loving and soft and gentle and stuff. But it was a little bit weird. And so I brought this up in my spiritual training to the other guys and was like has anyone ever had this that you have like this soul or the spirit guide or someone that's still alive um and kind of explain the situation a bit as well and they're really like um very rare but can happen and also like just encouraged me really to set those boundaries of like our relationship here isn't finished and it's still a little bit strained and uncomfy so like it's okay if even though she's my spirit guide at some point that I get to draw the boundaries of like, when I want her to support me, when I'm open to her guidance, when I'm not in what ways, what things all that sort of stuff. So that was quite comforting as well. But I thought that was so cool. And I also thought that was like, so healing. I was like, Oh my gosh, how nice that like, you know, cause I have that's been actually one of my really big fears over the past couple of years of really coming to safety with the fact that, My mom's probably going to die. I don't know, probably not that far away. And it's not going to be a nice death. She's not had a good life. She's not going to have a nice ending. Like it's all pretty rough. And I, like it does make me deeply sad. I've moved on from like, you know, in my healing process, I moved on from a lot of the judgment and anger that I had about it. So now I'm just left with like, oh, I just love her and her life sucks. And that's really sad. So I just didn't know how I was I was trying, I guess, almost before it even happens to come to peace with the fact that when that happens, I am going to be that person that's like, well, I don't want to be that person that's like, I should have spent more time with her. Cause I know that's not our path right now. Like I know it's not healthy for me. It's not, it's probably not really healthy for her. Like I I know that information and it doesn't make me want to be like, well, you should just call her all the time. So it just is so interesting and very cool that Now she's in my spirit guides and it's like Mm -hmm. that real safety that our relationship's not ending when that happens. It's evolving. Yeah. So crazy though. Like I still, yeah, I still feel quite crazy about that circle of friends that I have and that because that's the first time I've seen all of them. I felt the male energy before. I've definitely felt my great grandma before, but she's also the only person in my life that I was ever kind of close to that's died. I've been very lucky. I've not lost a lot of people. So I kind of also used to think I was making her up. I was just looking for like, who would my guide be? Like the only dead person. I <laughs> know. <laughs> um, so it was cool to see that again and feel her energy. So young and fun and, and like me. And also that was around about the same time that I'd learned that their energy will be like you and the way that they talk to you will be like you. So that was really like fun and validating as well, but intense. Mm, cool. I love my hot angel. He's the best. Yes, your yummy angel. <laughs> my yummy, like, hot masculine angel. So funny. Yeah, the best. So cool. And they're just all, like, yeah, they're just all chatterbox, like, regular, yeah, regular kind of humans until you ask them a and direct foxes. question. Yeah, and foxes. It just has a chat. So, yeah, so interesting. I love that for us.
1: Mm. Do you ever feel... Um, energy like in rooms and stuff with you
0: no like at this stage no um i feel like two weeks from now i'll be like oh my god this energy is right. See, that's what i <laughs>
1: that's the one that i'm like i've had since i was a kid
0: yeah interesting like that was one that Catherine talked about a lot when we were in costa rica that she's had in a lot of places and that was super interesting to hear about have you had any like i suppose really positive or really negative or anything like that
1: um they've it's all been fairly neutral but I used to work as a disability support worker and there was this one place that um it was used to be a really old polio clinic and then a lot of like yeah a lot of bad stuff okay. happened there and a lot of people died there and everyone used to say it's haunted mm-hmm. and I was only like 17 working um at this job, which in the end was actually illegal. I needed to be eighteen, but they thought I was older. So anyway, um yeah, I was only seventeen, didn't really believe in like spirits or anything like that. But then a few things happened in that place that like really started to freak me out. And I used to do like the sleepover shift. So I would sleep in one of the bedrooms there and it had a sink and a fan. And I woke up a couple of times with the sink completely running. And then another time I woke up and the fan was going like full bull. And it wasn't on at the wall and all of the windows were closed. And I felt really uncomfortable and unsafe. And any time that that happened in that room, I would call on my pop, who was like my closest person who had passed away. And I'd be like, pop, can you please come and like help me? Mm. And I would feel this like all, all of a sudden, like this comfort, this warmth, and then the fan would stop. And I just feel like someone was like hugging me.
0: Mm, I say I don't feel energy. I'm feeling it right now. My body's like.
1: Mm. <laughs> but then I, I'll i often feel someone in the room with me. But yeah. it's it's kind of neutral. It's not bad or. Yeah. Or, I never feel charged by it. Yeah. And like when I'm walking around, I'll catch. Like I feel like I can see a shadow. But mm. it, again, it's in my third eye like that.
0: You need to start like. Talking to them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know but yeah, I'll,
1: sometimes I'll feel like someone touching my, like yesterday, like someone was touching my calf. Like it literally felt like a hand on my calf. Um,
0: so interesting. Or like a hand on my shoulder. But like here, like on my shoulder. And does it feel like like love and support when you mm-hmm. needed it? Or is it just randomly like someone's got the something? The calf one was random. Yeah. Didn't think I needed anything at that time. Yeah. Thank like, you. Yeah. Um, it's been both. Yeah. It's been both. Mm, so interesting. Mm. Um, Yeah, we've been doing lots of the tarot and I've found just my channeling game is like fucking on fleek. It's been wild. Like I think your reading was like the third one I've, I'd done for someone else. And by the time I was doing yours, I was already like, whoa, this is so different to my first one. And then the ones I'm doing now, it's like. I don't even look at the meanings of the cards. I'm just saying shit. And the whole time I'm saying shit, I'm like, is this got anything to do with anything? Because, you know, when I'm reading for you, I know enough about your life that I'm like, oh, I think it's about this and I think it's about this. But even with you, it was like, that's so much bigger. Because it was the, the day, day
1: after. It was either the day after or the day I had my Reiki,
0: yeah. the session yeah. that you did it. Yeah, because was, I was like, nah, there no were time. two
1: things that had just been brought up in the Reiki session that I was very much holding on to. Yeah. Um that I was trying to let go of that you yeah, came up about. Like it was about a team member, like
0: yeah. something about being a part of a team. The team, all that sort and of stuff. And I was like, that is
1: literally the energy that is like feel like I feel like there's a knife in my back yeah that erin had picked up in my energy reading so yeah yeah. there was definitely lots of like crossovers
0: yeah it was wild and then obviously that it feels like they just have gotten exponentially more like open every time and so much of the openness is coming from me stopping controlling it like you know even by the time i was doing yours i was still trying to attach it to stuff i knew about you and the more I've just been like, you know, I get that evidence back from you. It's, it's actually not that it's this, but it is accurate. It's just not what you think it is. And so I've been trying to really release that and just say the things that I'm hearing or like messages I'm receiving. Cause it, yeah, I think I said that, like we're trying to channel a message and then use the cards to express it and make sense of it and clarify it and confirm it. Um, so yeah, the more I've leaned into that and just let it be, reminds me so much actually of when I first started one-to-one coaching and I'd try and have a plan and I'd try to read all their notes again and know what we're going into and what we're going to talk about today. And I was like, as soon as I released that, like the channel just opens and it's so juicy and so much better and so powerful, but so fun to just, yeah, open that channel and, and start to trust that like the things that are in your head or that you think or hear yeah or whatever that feeling is for you it just it actually does mean mm. something to Especially, someone yeah and sometimes part of the reason it doesn't make sense to you is because it's not fucking yours like just give the message and they will know what to do with it they know what it's about mm.
1: well i've always tied that also because we're both six lines in human design which six line is like the closest to the other realm and they're like the old white wise oh, sage wow. and they're the ones where it's like growing up you would have been told like you're, so wise, beyond you're your, your hobbies, wise beyond yeah wise beyond your years and like they'd say stuff and you'd be like how does a kid that age have so yeah. much wisdom and even like now like yeah when i'm voice noting clients or in a coaching session i give some wisdom and i'm like and like they're like that was really yeah weird. and i'm like i don't know where that came from oh, there's been I've so many said that calls where i yeah.
0: say something and i'm like fuck that was good where'd that come from yeah <laughs> But yeah, exactly. Or sometimes you say things and you know it's hit, Like it is exactly what needed to be said. And then you'll be like, based on what information? Like, <laughs> but it's not like as soon as you allow, like for us, we've both had to learn that massively. That wisdom, it's, it's purpose wisdom, it's past life wisdom, it's whatever the fuck, it's, it's just in me. And I, I can't tell you where I learnt it and what I studied and what my qualification is. And you take it or you leave it because that's what you get from me and it's fucking good. <laughs> it's really powerful and really cool. And the more like we lean into it, the more powerful it is and the cooler it is and the more it impacts people. And it just is is what it is. Like, it's just, yeah, it's wild. So cool. And so, again, like so validating for your coaching style and everything mm-hmm. to be like you know obviously we're seeing it every single day change people's lives but you still had that imposter syndrome every now and then of like can I say all of this without like where's my paperwork or whatever the fuck but you're like no you know shit.
1: <laughs> Do you find it easier to use the psychic intuitive stuff for other people for yourself?
0: Um, I would probably say for myself at this stage because I I think maybe because I can respond, right? Like I can have the knowing or I can hear the thing. And then I get like my like sacral response. I get my my physical body response to like, yes, that's correct for me. You know, whereas for others, I still feel that little bit in the dark of like, I've got this message and I've got no idea if it's landing for you, if it's lighting you up, if it's bumming you out, if it's impacting you. The tarot is fucking savage as well, by the way. It's always... I didn't realize that. I thought sometimes the tarot could just tell you nice shit. It's always telling you what you're not seeing, what you're not doing, what you're missing, like what you need to hear, the uncomfortable truth. So I love it. But I didn't realize that when I first started working with it. So it's quite like often I'm delivering these messages and I'm like, oh, this is fucking harsh. I hope you're ready for this. (laughs) And I don't know if it's landing for people. I just really have to trust it. So it's definitely easier for myself. Because I can believe it right away because I know I'm feeling it. Um, But I wouldn't say the messages are any less clear. They're actually probably just as clear when I let them be. I just am a bit more scared of them because I don't know if someone's going to receive them or not. Mm. And they always do.
1: Interesting. See, Mm. I find it a lot easier to be intuitive for other people Mm. and psychic for other
0: people. Mm. But maybe as well because it's like when you're talking to someone else, you're delivering that message you don't, you're not holding any of their fears or limits or anything. Whereas when you're getting it for yourself, you have all of your tangible fears and limits and life happening around it to be emotionally charged to. Yeah. 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 I think I have all of that, like, you know, sell the gym and in my heart of hearts, I'm like, yep, that's the answer. And the other part of my body has gone absolutely fucking crazy. Like what? (laughs) But it's like, you know, same as everything we've talked about. Once we, once you know how you operate, you know, that's your truth. And you're like, can't deny that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love this episode so that's much. Fun. That was so much fun. I, oh, I can't, I feel like we're going to have a new one of those every month at the rate that we're moving, I know. just like cool shit going on. That's so fun. If you're listening, please send us all of your freaky deaky stories. We want to know all of them. This just like fills my soul right now. So fun. Me too. Yes. Make
1: us feel less weird. Yeah, please let us. Know. be weirdos with us. Let us know when i'm
0: crazy. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media and tag us on Instagram at Hannah and Co. and at Best Life Phoebe. And we're so excited to see you next week.